0: Well, hey there, friends. So today is the first podcast that I have recorded since we added baby number three to the family. I pre-recorded a bunch of stuff and then have some to record now to finish out the rest of my maternity leave. Um, I'm kind of tiptoeing back into working. But today, what I have for y'all is a basically two-part series on the 10 must have foundational elements for a successful blog. I have people message me asking, you know, what do I need for a successful blog? What about this? What about this? And so I just figured let's just lay it all out there and give you 10 things, the 10 things that you must have for a successful blog because BT dubs, in case you didn't know, you do need to blog and blog the right way to reach the most of your ideal clients that you possibly could because hi people use the internet to search stuff and blogs can do amazing things for your searchability and findability and showing up on search engine results pages. So 10 things. Write down a number one, numbers one through five and give yourself some space to write um, as we jump into today's episode and then in next week episodes I'll give you more like the nitty-gritty click here do this kind of stuff but today I really want you to think and write and process and do some digging deep so that you are laying the foundation for a great blog for your business. Hey there fellow entrepreneur welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you. I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only work for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. All right, y'all, so if you're anything like me, (laughs) you open up a new package you open up a kid's Christmas present and you like immediately drop the instructions on the ground and just start assembling and do the thing, put the thing together and go on about your life. And sometimes it works out fine. And sometimes you're like, ah, shucks, I should have maybe looked at these before I spent 30 minutes of my life (laughs) trying to put this thing together and totally doing it incorrectly. Um, and this episode today is, I really want to help you lay the foundation for blogging successfully for your business. Because yes, you can just pop open a Word document or pop open chat GPT and like word vomit something on a page or let chat GPT word vomit something on a page for you. (laughs) And then pop that over into your blog and go on about your day and call that a blog. Yes, you absolutely can do that. But if you want to have a blog that is successful and sustainably successful, um, then you need to lay the foundation, right? Like, you know, the, the whole like little kids church song, the wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. Yes. I'm in that stage of life. Okay. But the whole foundation of your blog needs to go through these five steps that we are going to go through today. And then next week, We'll do the other five of this part too. So step number one, you absolutely, absolutely have to know your why. Why are you in business? And this may be something that you really never sat down and thought about. This is something that I often ask um, clients on coaching calls. If they are, we're looking into your content pillars and that doing that kind of coaching call, not necessarily an SEO coaching call. Um, but knowing your why you need to know why you are in business and you need to go deep, not just like so I can make money, pay my bills, which is important. We all like to eat and stay warm in the winter, but you need to know why, because when you really dig down deep, you are going to have, um, you're going to have content that connects with your people and connects with you. And there's so many amazing things about digging into your why. Um, If you have not listened to episode number 66 and done the wagon wheel exercise that I teach in there, please do that right after you finish listening to this episode, because it really will change your approach to content. And honestly, maybe change your approach to business as a whole. If you've never really thought this through like this before. All right. Number two, your content pillars. You need content pillars that make sense with your why and for your business. So we all have heard like 900,000 different podcasts or blogs or YouTubes or whatever on how to choose your content pillars. Like been there, done that, got all of the t-shirts. But the crux of content pillars is so that you, the the reason for content pillars is so that you're not talking about 500 different topics and giving your audience whiplash when you're talking about too many things. And so to choose your content pillars wisely, they need to make sense with your why. Like why are you in business and for your business? Like one of the main reasons why I am in business is I want to see businesses and business people, especially Christian entrepreneurs succeed in business to succeed in their mission. Okay. But if I'm spending all of my content space on like how to properly iron a shirt or how to organize your shoes, which BT dubs are not my forte, (laughs) then like, how does that relate to anything? Right. And how does that promote SEO and how does that promote blogging? Like it doesn't right. Your content pillars need to be connected to your why and make sense for your business. So again, go back and listen to episode number 66. That will really help you with that. But just know, if you don't have your content pillars lined out, your blog is not going to be successful and not make sense and not generate revenue for your business. Now, nobody needs to know your content pillars except you. This does not have to be a forward facing thing that you're like, I'm sorry, audience, I changed my content pillars. Like they don't need to know, they don't care. They don't care, bless them, they don't care. Your content pillars are something internal to your business that you know and you monitor. Your audience does not need to know. They don't care, right? Just tell them what you're going to tell them and do all those things. Okay. Number three the number three thing that we need to talk about and lay the foundation for to have a healthy, beautiful, successful blog is you need to have a servant hearted mission. Now, Hopefully you're ultimately in business to serve people, to use your God-given gifts, to bless people, to grow the kingdom, to help people, to, you know, find fulfillment in using your gifts, all of those things. But in that, I want you to think of every piece of content that you create as something that can serve people. I want you to ask yourself, is this content getting people wins? Is it truly helpful? Is this going to meet my people where they are right now in their journey and meet their current needs or is this too far over their heads to be helpful right like one of my favorite things about jesus is that he met people where they were right then and there and he meets us right where we are at he doesn't leave us there he loves us too much to leave us there but he ain't scared of our mess right and we need to get In the mindset, in the brains of our clients or the people that we're serving and ask ourselves, is this content, is this blog, is this product serving my people in a way that they actually need served, okay? Well, hey there, pals. Are you looking to get more traffic to and more leads from your website in the coming year using the power of SEO? Are you tired of the hustle, the grind, and constantly changing algorithm of the social media game? Are you ready for sustainable marketing without 80 hours of work each week? Then go check out my signature course, The Organic Marketing Framework, where I break down exactly what our team has done with clients and students to help them get more traffic, more sales, and to know how to harness the power of SEO without losing their minds. Head on over to faithhannon.com framework and learn how to get more leads from your website in just four weeks. All right. And the number four thing that we need to get figured out, write this down on your paper, <laughs> is you need to figure out your EEAT content, AKA, what do you have some street cred with? So EEAT is an acronym that Google released saying, this is the, this is the kind of content that's going to matter. Basically what EEAT stands for is expertise, experience, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Boils down to, do you know what in the heck you're talking about? Okay. Because please, for the love of all things, holy, Know what you're talking about before you go teaching about it on the internet. Like blogs are by nature didactic, AKA they teach, right? Or they give recommendations. Okay. Content on the internet gives recommendations, gives instruction, gives, you know, helps people in some way, right? if you don't know what you're talking about, you shouldn't be writing a blog, please. Okay. Like do not go to chat GPT and tell me, tell it to write a blog or some form of AI to write a blog for you about something that you don't know about. Okay. Now this EEAT street cred factor <laughs> is basically saying that content that is written by humans that includes stories And experiences is going to rise to the top because yes, I, Faith Hannon could, in theory, I could y'all, in theory, create an entire knit blog about how to knit tiny woodland creature stuffed animals, right? I I could do that. I could use Chat GPT and other AI things and keyword research and do all those things and write all this content or have the computers write it for me about knitting tiny woodland creatures. But I faith and do in fact have zero experience knitting, have never done it, but I could use AI to create content around that. By the way, I'm not planning on it, but that content would be terrible, right? Because it's not authentic. Like, yeah, a computer could generate it and I could post it and I could do all of those things, but it's not going to connect with anybody. Ultimately, it's not going to move the needle for my business or another business because hi you can probably tell if a computer wrote it or a little baby grandma wrote it okay okay so please figure out what you have street cred to write about and then create blogs around that and it's not hard it doesn't need to be this huge thing you don't have to have a phd in a subject to have experience and expertise and authoritativeness and trustworthiness on it right like Y'all, I can go write a blog on how to how to tie a goat and how to have a really good get-off or how to recover from a really bad get-off in goat tying. BT doves, if y'all don't know, I rodeoed growing up. <laughs> and goat tying is an event <laughs> in rodeo. But you need to figure out what you have street cred on. That is servant hearted and fits in your content pillars and relates to your why. Okay. These are all building upon each other to lay the foundation for your amazing block. All right. And number five, the last point I want to cover today is what is your position in the market? Now, if y'all don't have a business degree, which is fine, or a marketing degree, also fine. One of the things that we like to talk about in business is product positioning, right? Like the, think about the fanciest, like a, a Rolex, right? Versus the Walmart watch. Like they both serve The purpose of helping you tell what time it is, but their position in the market is vastly different, right? Due to quality and manufacturing and marketing and more marketing and more marketing and more marketing, right? Like Rolex can charge a bunch more money than the Walmart watches and get that money because of their position in the market and so many other factors. But you, as the business owner or the marketing, Guru, you need to know what's your position in the market, and you need to take that, and we're going to apply that to your content and to your SEO strategy, to your blogging, because your content should fit your position in the market. Okay, we like to think about this for physical products, but it holds true for digital marketing as well. Are you top of the line? If so, why? If you're not top of the line, that's okay too. Do you serve this very specific niche market that you cater to? Great. Whatever your position of the market is, is fine. Know it and embrace it in your blog content, okay? And side note, if you're running a personal brand, don't be scared to show some personality, okay? Your own personality, not the personality of everybody else on the internet. (laughs) And even if you're not running a personal brand, you still need to establish your brand's voice and your brand's values. And that needs to be communicated clearly um, in everything that you do. Okay. So we're going to run back through those five things today that I want you to work through, like just take some notes one through five on your paper and like go through and really think about these things because these will be foundational And lay a great foundation for your blog in 2024 and for your business, your business's marketing strategy, really. So number one, know your why. Again, if you haven't listened to episode number 66, make sure you go and do that after you're done with this episode. And number two, you need content pillars that make sense with your why and for your business. Number three, you've got to have a servant hearted mission, Y'all like we are in business to serve people. So your content should serve people as well. Number four. You need some street cred or (laughs) E-E-A-T. But let's just call it street cred to keep it simple. All right. Number five, what is your position in the market? Okay. Where are you in the market? And and your voice and your writing and your content should fit that as well. All right, y'all. I'm excited for next week's episode to give you the rest of those five things to have a successful blog. Um, And if y'all have not already hopped on the email list, make sure that you do that. I offer consistently awesome. I think (laughs) emails where I just pour my heart out once a week and just serve y'all and then give you some extra bonus content. Um, the other email each week. So love y'all excited to be back to recording some episodes and I'll be off maternity leave in another month and a half. So love y'all chat with you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts